And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a provincial agency sets up a competition to use high-tech to fight rural crime. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. A provincial agency has launched a competition to develop a high-tech way to help rural residents reduce crime. Wes Jickling is the CEO of Innovation Saskatchewan. His agency has set a deadline of October 13th to receive proposals from students, researchers, technology companies and others to fight crime with modern technology. It's a new approach that government is taking or that we're, we're trying out here. You know, where we're thinking about how can government kind of come about these challenges that Saskatchewan people face? How can we come about, come at those challenges in a little bit of a different way and, and try and sort of improve things, improve quality of life or improve an outcome? And what we've come up with is, you know, how can we use technology? For example, with rural crime, is there a way that technology can be used or applied to, say, prevent or get ahead of or protect people and their, their property? So what we're doing, instead of sort of sitting in our cubicles in government and, and thinking up new ways of, of improving rural crime, what we thought is, and other provinces have done this as well, is kind of pose a question to the researchers and the tech companies you know, very smart computer science students and researchers and, and business people and just say to them, you know, what do you guys think? And what that looks like then is a, is a bit of a competition. And over the course of the next month, we'll have people submitting their, I guess, one or two page ideas and proposals for how they might use technology to reduce crime or improve the safety of people in their property in rural Saskatchewan. At the end of that, you know, to kind of cut this story short here, we'll review those ideas, shortlist them with the help of, a, of an expert panel of technical experts and community members and so on. And at the end of it, there will be a winner, and that winner can come into, into a government office and do a residency with us for 16 weeks, develop a prototype, kind of a working version of, the, of their idea or technology, and hopefully all things going well and if it works and it's technical or technically feasible we'll we'll use that in a in a pilot municipality and and see how it works what are some of the ideas that come to your mind Wes as you as you look at this idea i mean first thing comes to my mind is come up with some cameras and some way to either put it in a police office or something along those lines uh, you know just improve and put out warnings there to uh, would be criminals that you know there's increased surveillance what else do you see besides something like that? Good question. The, the, the point of the, the challenge or the competition is to really get the researchers and the, you know, the university and polytechnic students and some of these tech business people out there, kind of allow them to come at this with a blank canvas and, and kind of think big and, and give us their best ideas. But looking at this and you know, not being technical experts necessarily in all of these areas, you know, looking at what what's out there and some of these technologies that are that are developing, there's some things that kind of, I guess, some broad categories of technologies that might be useful here or might be relevant. I guess we've kind of scanned around, and and one of the things that's happening is is in the UK and in England, paramedics use drones, 
right? If they can send a drone to your location with a, with a defibrillator or somebody's having a heart attack. And you, you start thinking about, well, you know, how might drone technology, it's becoming more and more widespread. You know, maybe there's an entrepreneur or a student out there who has an idea how this could be applied to the rural crime or, or you know, safety and security in a rural setting. Another one might be you know, monitoring technology, like you said, Jim, like a network, a, a surveillance network where you have cameras, where you have, you know, maybe pieces of machinery have ID tags on them that can be, you know, sensors that if they're moving, if and when they're moving, a sensor will be able to communicate that. There's ways of, you know, monitoring social media. A word that gets thrown around a lot these days is big data, you know, big data and analytics. Are there ways of, you know, using those technologies to come up with or a combination of technologies to come up with something that actually improves safety or security or advance warning or whatever the case may be of some of these incidents happening in the in rural Saskatchewan. Jickling says the proposal must also be affordable and a $10,000 grant has been set aside to develop a prototype to use in rural Saskatchewan as a pilot project. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. Harvest is over 80% complete in parts of southeastern Saskatchewan. The regional crop specialist in Weyburn, Sherry Roberts, says farmers have made good combining progress due to recent warm, dry weather. In the Weyburn area, I'm saying at least 80 to 85. There's still some flax fields out there. There's a few canola fields, but most of those are going to end up going to be straight-cut combines, so they're letting them dry down. Um, peas and lentils have been off for quite some time, although a few, one little sparse field here or there of lentils you may still see, but uh, it's generally because of the quality, and they may not even be going to harvest it. Uh, there's still a lot of soybeans. Of course, we're waiting for Mother Nature to dry those down. And your, uh, the cornfields are, are still out there. And, of course, most of those are, for, are in the area for forage. So the cows will do the harvesting on that. But the ones that are for grain, uh, we want to let Mother Nature come along and get a couple frosts on them first before, uh, and let them dry down. So why pay money for something that Mother Nature can do for you? Otherwise, I'd say 80 to 85% of everything's off. And what are you hearing about yields and grade? One bit of good news this year, 94% of the CWAD samples that are coming in are grading at 1 or 2, and I'm hearing that 97% of the CWRS samples are grading at 1 or 2. I'm hearing yields all over the board. Some people south of Weyburn have really taken a hit. While well, I just had a client in here this morning, and they said they're going to average 37 bushels to the acre on their Durham, and they were happy with that. I'm hearing yields of 20 to 25 bushels to the acre on peas down in the uh, Hirsch area. I'm hearing lentils anywhere from three bushels to the acre all the way up to 25, once again, depending on where that moisture came. I'm hearing Half a bale to the acre on hay, all the way up to three bales per acre on hay. Once again, depending on where the moisture went, and that is the big key factor on uh, the whole southeast is, were you in one of those areas where the moisture came through? If not, you are taking a hit this year. We're supposed to be getting some rain in the next day or so. When do you see harvest wrapping up, and uh, is the rain welcome? You know, that rain is a double-edged sword. As of this point in time, there's still some guys out there that have and gals that have their canola in the swath, which I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate it getting rained on. Also, some of the flax is, is still out there. So 
the way the moisture's been, I would say if it would hold off for a week and then rain for a week, it would be much appreciated. But at this point in time, any rain that we get at any time, I, I'm not going to complain about. There are some guys down in the uh, Redvers, Carlisle, even south of Momart that have gotten their fall rye and their winter wheat in the ground, and I'm, I'm sure they surely would love some rain on that. And otherwise, that the pastures really need it, that the hay ground really needs it. I'm not going to turn it away if it comes, and I sure do hope it comes. Sherry Roberts is the regional crop specialist in Weyburn. Canadian Western Agribition has announced several new entertainment events for the annual show this November. CEO Chris Lane says the four-night Agribition Pro Rodeo will return this year. The Pro Rodeo will feature the top cowboys and barrel racers competing for nearly $100,000 in prize money. A free night of rodeo will again be offered on the Wednesday show due to support from Mosaic Company. New to 2017 is Tommy Turvey, a renowned animal trainer and performer, will feature his fast-paced horsemanship, stunts, and trick riding to the show. In addition to a free Monday night act, he will be on display all week with his horses that are featured in the TV series The Walking Dead. Additional new events this year include mini chuck wagon racing, steer riding rodeo school, and goat yoga classes all free of charge. Also returning is full-contact jousting, offering an action-packed event Tuesday night for the entire family. Running with the Bulls will also return on Saturday afternoon during aggravation. The 2017 show runs November 20th to 25th at Evraz Place. A U.S. monitoring service's severe dryness is reducing winter wheat yields in parts of Australia. MDA Weather Services says winter wheat is now heading in much of Australia and persistent dryness in eastern areas is resulting in notable stress and yield reductions of the crop. The forecast calls for continued dry weather resulting in further reduction in yields. Dryness is hurting crops in New South Wales and Queensland. However, frequent rains across Victoria, southeastern portions of South Australia and southwestern portions of Western Australia are maintaining favorable conditions for wheat. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were moving down in early trading. Canola fell 40 cents at 454.64. Oats dropped $2.03 at 141.34. Yellow peas went down $3 at $270.54. Number one red spring wheat decreased 781 at 214.82. The rest were unchanged. Durham 267.62. Feed barley 139.29. Flax 445.25 and feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is down seven and a half cents at 6.25 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Graham Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 1,100 cattle and off here for the week. We pre-sorted on Tuesday. Looked like this calf market was better than I was thinking. We had some 620 weight steers. High as a dollar, two dollars and eight cents. 214 stopped the 530 weight steers. Looks like a lot of these heifer cows are going to bring from a dollar 70 right up to a dollar 92. We did sell a pretty good set of white heifers from the Rosso Ranch at Old Wives. 
They weighed 907, bring 174 and a quarter. Steers are selling quite a bit better than that. Next pre-sort is going to be here on the 3rd of October. Looks like the cow market is lower again. A lot of these good cows, 78 to 88, gets the best of them. Wet cows are bringing less than that. We are selling every Thursday from now on. This is Grandpa Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 122 to 145 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 6,500 heads, selling a range of 120 to 143 per CKG. 100 index dress weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, September 15th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 135.89, Ham's Cash, 134.39, Thunder Creek Brick Co, 147.10, and High Life 143.62 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 7 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2198. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 82.05 cents U.S. U.S. regional cash markets are finishing the week lower, with no signs of the weaker trend abating. Recent export sales volumes are doing little to promote confidence from a demand perspective with the latest weekly data paying exports at about 25% lower than the four-week average, as well as below year-ago levels. The bearish fundamentals help explain why the October contract was trading at a discount that is six times larger to the Lean Hog Index price than is typical for this time of year, suggesting that traders do not anticipate a turnaround anytime soon. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroff, specializing in 6-inch eavesdrops for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestroff.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy skies, wind northeast 20, gusting to 40, and the high 11. Cloudy tonight, the low plus 5. Saturday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers in the afternoon. The high tomorrow, 10 degrees, the low plus 2. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 16, the low 4. Monday, sunny, the high 21. Chance of evening showers Monday, the low 10. Tuesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 15, the low 7. Wednesday, cloudy, the high 15, chance of evening showers, the low 6. Thursday, cloudy with 60% chance of showers, the high 13. The normal high at this time of year is 18, the normal low is plus 3. The sun rose at 6.34 this morning, it sets at 7.13 p.m. tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 10, Saskatoon 13, Swift Current 10, Weyburn and Yorkton both 12. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 12, that's 54 Fahrenheit, winds are from the north-northeast at 26. Humidity, 45%, the barometer dropping 102.4. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, 12 degrees, winds are from the east-northeast at 26. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 12, that's 54 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.